With us today is Andrew Natsios, and he was a public servant for a long time, originally from Massachusetts, and uh, he held a number of uh, positions in the administration of President George W. Bush, and uh, he was the, United, the administrator for the United States Agency of International Development, and we're going to find out what that is, and now he's teaching at the Texas A&M University. Uh, Andrew Tell us about the United States Agency for International Development and what they do. USAID was created by President Kennedy in 1961, and, uh, but it, it's the agency, its predecessors ran the Marshall Plan in Europe, ran the aid for Greece and Turkey. In fact, there was a large AID presence in the 1950s uh, by its predecessor agencies during the Greek Civil War. And it's, but it provides uh, development assistance around the world to our allies and friends to about 80 countries. And um, it also has the largest disaster relief function of any aid agency in the world. It's a huge. And um, there are about 200 AID personnel right now on the ground in search and rescue. Uh, it's called a DART team, Disaster Assistance Response Team. And they have uh, search and rescue dogs and uh, uh, different kinds of equipment they use. Well, Mr. Natsios, I'm, I'm glad to hear this because I, I, I never heard of it before. And uh, I'm glad it's in existence and, and helping people. And the earthquake that was in Syria and Turkey seems to be a, a gigantic uh, uh, problem. And so many people have lost their lives. Give us an update of what, what's going on. I'm sure there are many thousands more that are buried in the rubble they haven't And there are about 88,000 people have been uh, injured. Um, but there are areas of Syria that are uh, inaccessible because the Assad government has not allowed anybody to go into the rubble-held areas unless they go through Damascus first, and uh, the regime controls the aid that's being distributed. So there are political complications in Syria. Turkey is, you know, not in the middle of a civil war, and they have a competent uh, emergency management agency called AFAD, and uh, they appear to be giving the right kinds of instructions to aid workers from other countries. So uh, there's a lot of aid pouring into the Turkish areas, much more than the Syrian areas. And, and you, you think that the numbers are eventually are going to come up much higher than 22,000 people yes, killed? Uh, we had an earthquake in, in uh, Armenia in 1988, and the, if you look at the official tallies, I think it said 20 or 30,000 people died. Well, Gorbachev was in power. It was extremely embarrassing to him, so the Russians simply stopped counting. The AID staff that was there, they said the actual figure is around 90,000. Now, I don't think Turkey's going to be that bad, but uh, I, I, it's not going to stay at 22,000. It's going to go up. And, and there, we had an earthquake in Haiti. We still don't know how many people died in it. We, we think about 100,000. It was in the capital city. This was some years ago. Those numbers are staggering, and I don't realize, you know, a jet goes down and we lose 200 people, and the whole world is uh, trembling, and uh, now uh, you, you lose 20 and 30 and 40,000 people, and it's mind-boggling. Um, what else would you like to tell the American people? I mean, uh, uh, I'm well, sure everybody's shocked. Right, everybody is shocked. And the, the problem is how the buildings are built. You can build a building that can withstand almost any earthquake if you comply with the building codes. The best building codes in the world are in California because the whole west coast of the United States is a high-risk earthquake zone. 
and but they've imposed uh, earthquake um, standards for building a long time ago, and a lot of buildings have been retrofitted. But that's for an advanced industrial state like the United States. We also have another fault that's very dangerous in um, western uh, Tennessee, western Kentucky, part of Arkansas and Missouri. It's called New Madrid Fault, and uh, that's also high risk. But they, the, the emergency management agencies at the state level in the United States in those two areas are, are very competent. And, uh, but many poor countries don't have the capacity to respond. And while they put in place these building codes, they don't enforce them. Or people take bribes to avoid having to enforce when they build buildings. And so these, particularly these tower, these apartment buildings that are 10 or 20 feet high, if the, if the uh, floor is not attached to the wall, with rebar when they put the cement in, that what happens is the, it's like an accordion. All of the, the floors collapse on top of each other, and then the building collapse, and almost everybody dies in those uh, high rises. So uh, it all depends on the quality of the construction. We noticed in the Armenian earthquake uh, in 1988, the Tsarist-built buildings during the Tsarist time before 1918 did not collapse. <laughs> It were the buildings built during the communist period where there was a lot of bribery and uh, poor construction techniques that led to these buildings collapsing. Well, that, that is mind-boggling that the, the buildings built hundreds of years ago do not collapse, and the buildings uh, uh, built now are collapsing. My God. We've got a minute left. What else do you want to tell the American people? What are you doing now? Oh. I mean... I knew you I, when I, you worked uh, uh, during the uh, Bush administration. Right. I, I ran for Bush 41, the elder Bush, the disaster management function. So the DART teams that are in Turkey now, we, we invented them in 1989 when I was the director of the Office of Foreign Disaster Assistance. So these are, they were very small when we invented them 35 years ago or 33 years ago. Um, they're much, much larger now, and they're, their technology has advanced in terms of search and rescue. But the big problem in, in Turkey and Syria right now are the temperatures. Uh, this is not the summertime. It's the height of the winter, and the temperatures are below freezing. People will freeze to death, unfortunately, or die of exposure, particularly if they're already injured. Uh, and and uh, there's so many people injured that it's overwhelmed the hospital systems and health clinics. And that's the sad thing. They've set up a lot of uh, tents. Uh, for uh, emergency medical care. But the emergency phase at the beginning is always the most chaotic until uh, the infrastructure is put in place to care for people. So we'll see things stabilize next week, but a lot of people will die in the meantime. Well, Andrew Inacios, uh, thank you for, uh, for uh, serving the world, actually, when, when, in a case like this under uh, the administration of uh, George uh, W. Bush. And, and uh, God bless you, and uh, I hope uh, we can c continue to help people of the world. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.